are again. My name is uh, Andrew Sabo. I'm Michael Hoffman. Good to and see you all. we are with Positively Outrageous, outrageous Service. service. And we're, today we're going to talk about how caring in a time of crisis elevates customer loyalty. Tremendously, so, so why do you think that's important, Michael? Well, it's tremendously important, I think, especially in these times and uh, facing this pandemic that we're all facing, this worldwide pandemic, uh, uh, has really elevated the need to do things on purpose and to think about things on purpose. And, and I think that's really what we've been all about in the book, Positively Outrageous Services, helping organizations identify the things that we do and say on purpose to have real impact on creating loyalty, establishing loyalty, and uh, uh, becoming that not only employer of choice, but a resource of choice, to be seen yeah. as a resource versus a vendor. And now is a, is a classic time to really go out of our ways to say, what are we doing on purpose to uh, to to be to to create those moments of loyalty that will last exactly, for a long, long and, time. and we have two choices in this unprecedented time in history: we can retreat yeah. and bunker down, mm -hmm. or we can advance. And you know, it's the brave ones. You know, when you think about you know what happened at, at 9-11 and other periods uh, in in history, the Second World War, it's it's those organizations and individuals that said, "No, I'm not. I'm not going to retreat. I will advance and take ground." But what we're advocating is you don't do that by killing other people. We do it by loving <laughs> on people. And in this case, we're going to have, we, we're going to have a couple we of We really don't recommend that we kill yeah, other yeah. people. So that's, uh, that's today we're going to talk about how to love on your customers in creative ways uh, in this unprecedented era. You said something that uh, is really the, the whole reason behind this is that, you know, whenever you, we find ourselves in a, in a global crisis like this, Actually, that sounds weird. That whole phrase sounds weird. Whenever we find ourselves in, we've never been in a situation like this, at least in my recent memory uh. Uh, of this. However, it, it and it is unprecedented, but every once in a while, we have found ourselves in situations where you are very aware of the fact that I have to do something on purpose here. Have you ever been in that situation where yeah. you, you, you are well aware that what's about to happen better be done right? You know, yes. whether it's a phone call or whether I'm facing somebody where I am well aware of the fact that what's about to come out of my mouth better be right. Otherwise, it could explode. It could go nuts. Well, I, I think that's kind of what's happening all over the place. And and in a way, we've already seen that uh, that sort of that self-focus, that retreat right. and the advance already playing out. I mean, when things first started to happen and how everybody reacted to this to this whole idea of we may be quarantined for two weeks, we maybe four be months, whatever it's going to be, we're still facing that. And then we, you know, we went ape nuts. We started hoarding all the toilet paper and the right. food and uh, everything But, but else. you're already starting to see those glimpses of hope. You're seeing it in, yeah. in Europe. You're seeing it in this country. Yeah. And there's some wonderful examples of companies that are being unselfish, individuals and, and, and that's and that's really my point and the reason why yeah. this topic is important is, is we're starting to see that change of okay we can actually relax and take a breath here and and what we want to accomplish today is to give you some ideas on what an organization can do to really take advantage of this and to show our caring nature for our people to create loyalty because like you said before whether it was world war ii or whether it was 9 11 the stories that are remembered mm -hmm. are the ones where people took these types of actions to those be positively heroes and heroines Yes, absolutely. That, that decided, no, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to do something on purpose and I will advance and not retreat. Yeah. 
because nobody remembers people who retreat. <laughs> and we, we were talking a little bit about some of the things that kind of showed up at, at first. And, and you were talking about how you really appreciated what Mark Cuban did. Yes. Uh, tell us about that. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, um, it's fascinating. You know, when they first announced that uh, the NBA was, was basically shutting down. Yeah, that was really the first and, big, and, big and one. And if yeah. you think about it, yeah, it's not just about the NBA. You think about the fallout. What else? All those... The parking lot attendant, the concession stands, the people who are in security uh, at the arenas. There is thousands of people that make an NBA game possible. And Mark Cuban did something that I think is... He was is, the first one I heard of doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And what did he do, Michael? Well, he, he made an announcement that yeah. he was going to ensure that uh, through these next couple of weeks when the NBA was going to shut down, actually through the season, yeah, through the season that the right? people that were involved, at least in his arena, were still going to be paid. And uh, that it wasn't going to be a, a major disruption on their part. And uh, uh, that's the first one that I heard that had yeah. made that type of thing. You're seeing more and more organizations say, okay, let's really think this through. How can we keep our people going? And uh, and they're starting to make it. But Mark was really the first one that really uh, that took that. And it has a ripple effect it because it's not just, awesome. not just the players he's taking care of. He's taking care of everyone. So that ripple effect, it's about, you know, the principle is give, 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 which is, which is really fundamental to positively outrageous service is you give, give, give. The more you give, guess what? The more you get. And I really think it's important that we talk about that first because it was the attitude of, of, really paying attention to who else is involved in mm. this. You know, sometimes as an organization, we can focus on our deadlines, we can focus on our products, we can focus on the things that we have to get done, but we're not focusing on the people that it's impacting, whether it's our customers or our internal customers, the people that we work with. So I really appreciated that that first uh, look and that first approach and really being the catalyst for saying, well, here's what we're doing. Yeah. So to, to have us think about what are you doing in the people that all of this ripple is affecting and what should we do as an organization to to make sure that we're all covered yeah here's another example of, of, of giving and talk about and and this person basically is turning his whole business and his whole industry upside down it's fascinating louis vuitton in france um who is you know one of the wealthiest people they've got you know givenchy and all kinds of different brands and uh, including several perfume brands and he's turning his factories away from making perfumes, but into making hand sanitizer, which is then going to give away for free to the people in France. How about that for being positive? It, it, reminds, it reminds me of all hands on deck, you know, like <laughs> like like the old days. Like my dad, I'm eight of nine kids. My, my okay. parents were older, right? So I, I am, I'm frankly just lucky that I'm here, to be honest with you, because there's no way statistically I should be. So I'm just grateful. But um, uh, my, my dad was in World War II. He was a top gun on a B-24 in World War II. And he would tell, my, my mom would just have all these stories of of just having to live differently. A matter of fact, I saw, yeah, you get them on YouTube, grandmas that are telling their stories and really kind of getting on people for hoarding <laughs> because that's not the philosophy. The philosophy is ration. It's to take what you need and to make sure that those around you have what you need. And so uh, when I hear the story about Louis Vuitton and what he's doing with his factory, it's kind of like, okay, what's needed and how can we you know, repurpose and re-go for the, for the greater good? The yeah. fact that he's giving it away is just kudos to Louis Vuitton because uh, uh, that, that really is a, a, a part of the global community that uh, is a, a wonderful it's, it's, example. It's, it's of, that's outrageous, yeah. man. Yeah, that's, 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 positively that's positively outrageous. outrageous. Service yeah. to humanity is great. All right, so uh, obviously these are you know, Mark Cuban, Louis Vuitton, 
you know, big names. Uh, I know also Bill Gates is giving a hundred million to to uh, research into a vaccine and so forth. But you know, uh, I know some of you listening are, are smaller businesses, and and what can you do to to still connect with the customers? In, in a way that is uh, so they don't forget about you and that uh, you, you stay top of mind. And, you know, one of the things, you know, I was in marketing for, for 20 years and I, my, my mantra was uh, with, with clients, you know, your strategic objective is to have your clients, prospects and referrals think of you first, often and well. Have your prospects, referral sources and clients think of you first, first often, often and, and well. well. So in an, in an era where we are now socially distancing, we are, you know, we are appropriate uh, distance away from each other. Knuckles yeah. are appropriate. Nothing. Where's your hands been? Uh, exactly. Do you wash those? I think knuckles? I'd rather you hug I me. The, actually, the, 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 I know. I would prefer the the chicken wing handshake is going to be. Yeah. It's going to be so huge. From but now on. Uh, yeah. So so what, what are I the ways not. we connect? Yes, we, you can certainly make a phone call. But there's nothing like video. In fact, what we're doing right now, um, we now have the technologies. It's not like it was tw- 20 years ago. It's it's easy to connect with with people on on video instead of just having that phone call or conference call. What about uh, using uh, tools like Zoom and Skype and so forth, so that you can actually see the people and they can see you. And so, using uh, video or making videos for them um, as speakers, we've had every engagement cancelled or postponed. And but Overnight. it's interesting. Uh, we've reached out to a few people. Um, we've had two, three, four uh, people now. Just in the last twenty-four hours, what we've done is we've offered them, "Hey, I'm sorry, we can't be at your conference, your meeting. Um, how about if we make a, a video for you?" And they're going like, "Wow, that would be fantastic!" And that makes them look good. Now we're obviously giving it to them, but that also makes that association, that meeting planner, look really good, and it keeps them engaged with all of their. Uh, customers, so, so to speak, and so. that and that's really uh, that really is the example of the, that Louis Vuitton type of approach, which is okay. What's needed in this situation, and how can we adjust, even if it's temporary? Like for instance, the schools. You know, the schools that are having to uh, not have the kids come into the building are now really on on a on a very large scale trying to figure out how we do the long list distance learning. It's been there, but it's never had to be used at this precedented yeah. level. So, what can we take advantage of and do differently, and still serve? the people that we've been given charge to serve that's the creativity that yeah and it's not that hard um i was talking to an old friend of mine yesterday and uh they went from uh this is i think it's a junior high school and on friday they had no virtual capabilities i know a lot of universities and so forth they already have those capabilities this school had no cape friday they didn't have those capabilities by monday his daughter was taking a calculus test in a lockdown browser so she couldn't be looking at the other things and tremendously happy about it <laughs> yeah. they figured that yeah, out that and they fast. figured it out literally within a couple of days uh, the ability to uh, to connect through video uh, through 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 the web um, Another example, simple example. Uh, my uh, yesterday or last night, they announced in in the Dallas for uh, Dallas area, Dallas County, that all gyms were closing, swimming pools, etc., etc. So I got a, um, I got an email from my yoga studio saying, okay, no more classes as of uh, um, uh, this evening and the next couple uh, of weeks. tomorrow. Hey, yep. at eight thirty, we're going to have an online class, so you can join us from the home because we're you know at home right now. So they're using video, using the web to connect to their customers. Time and, to get creative, people. Yes, so use video, use the web uh, to, to get online and connect and keep that connection going. All right, so what's some other things that uh, people can be doing is, uh, 
you know, obviously one of the um, concerns, uh, especially, is with the elderly. And I love what um, a dollar, the Dollar General stores uh, announced. And um, so, you know, obviously the elderly and those with respiratory issues and certain health issues, they need to be self-quarantined. They need to be keeping away from everybody else because they're the ones most at, uh, most at risk. And what the Dollar General store, they announced on uh, just yesterday on Monday that the first hour when the store is at its cleanest and everything is um, moderately well-stocked, I mean, as well-stocked as it's going to be for that day, uh, that, that first hour is exclusively for senior shoppers. Brilliant idea. Brilliant. Yeah. What are, so what are you doing to say, okay, who are the people that we serve and how do we meet their needs and do it creatively? Yeah. Um, uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a really good thought. You know, the three pillars of positively outrageous service uh, that everything is based on are, are really very simple, but they're quite useful when we're going to do brainstorming like this. One is out of proportion to the circumstances. Yeah. And right now, uh, there is no better reason to be out of proportion than we are facing something that's unprecedented. And what we're about to do does not have the foundation in anything. It's just us looking at the situation saying, what can we do as leaders and managers to be out of proportion to the circumstances? Yeah. So don't be afraid to make those big choices and to say, you know, um, we're going to try this. And some things are not going to work. Some no. things are going to be, well, sure. well, that was unnecessary. But the fact that you took about it, uh, that, that you took the chance to be out of proportion to the circumstances is going to really serve you well in being seen as a resource versus a vendor. And that's really what the, what the point is. So the three pillars are out of proportion to the circumstances. Yeah, another pillar is having Rand fun. Oh, yes, yeah. having fun I mean, having and fun random fun and random and unexpected. Yes, so yeah, yeah, so, yeah I, that was right totally now. random. I didn't expect that that uh, email to come in from the yoga studio. Yeah. It's out of proportion to the circumstances because I was immediately like, because I got an email from my swimming pool, from my gym, and from my yoga studio all saying, that no, you're you're out of luck, and I work out every day, just about, and it's like, ah, what am I going to do? I'm going to have to go outside and maybe go for a run, but I can't can't run every day. But you know, so all of a sudden they they came up with a creative idea. So it was definitely out of proportion to the circumstances, random and unexpected. And I've already seen it's kind of fun. People are all participating in it, and and they're having some fun. But there's other ways to have fun too, and it's been interesting watching some of the videos in other countries. And and uh, who are in even greater lockdown than than some of our cities here in this country, and they're having some fun. I love the video; it was on BBC uh, in Italy, where people are are at a certain point they came out and they started um, singing the national anthem from their balconies, and they were singing "Everything Is All Right" in Italian, obviously. This was a coordinated thing. I think that's yeah, the point: yeah. is that this was a, co a coordinated event where people came out on their balconies and they said, hey, you know, at, at this time we're going to do this. And they came out onto the balconies and people were singing and they had a song to sing. They sang the national anthem. I love the fact that there was uh, there was one thing that they did was at, at a certain point, everybody came out and, and just openly applauded the healthcare workers, yes. yeah, I think that was in Portugal. Yeah, I get a little, yeah. little verklempt thinking yeah, about it. Yeah, I was like, and it was like, it's fantastic. Yeah, and that, yeah. 
Yeah. It, yeah. And, here, and here's the point. The point is, is that these things have to be coordinated. They have to be thought of. They've got to be, they, they've got to be done on purpose. And that's where the leadership of the management comes in is to be out of proportion. To me, that's the out of proportion. Right. It's, it's like, who does that? Who does this? Well, we should do that. Yes. Our neighborhood should do that. Yeah. You know, go out of your way to be, to be that big and say, let's do something. But look at the ramifications that what was needed. Talk about having fun. Oh my yeah. gosh. In a time that, especially Italy, they are they are knee deep in it. I talk yeah. about a pandemic. I mean, they're decimated. It's the worst uh, outside of China. And there is nothing that will impact the morality more than little things like that of having right. fun. Well, what, you had what? opera singers who came out and sang an aria to their neighborhood. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. it's 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 just strong choices, people. Strong That's choices. what we're talking yeah. about. Strong, and strong choices. choice. And to Michael's point, on purpose, out of proportion to the circumstances, and you know, it's, and very intentional. So yes, we can have have fun. And what what are ways you could have some fun with your customers uh, on purpose, out of proportion uh, to to this to the circumstances. Yeah. The more the more you actually tap into me and show that you care about about me uh, without trying to sell me anything. Now is not the yeah. time to sell. Now is the time to 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 give. is to give and to yeah. connect and to have that people stuff. So so reaching out to see where you know how we're doing, what we're doing, are uh, how we feeling going through all of this, and and know that we are a part of what's going on versus a victim of what's going on is going to set you apart from everybody else. Exactly, and they will remember that. Um, they they remember the the heroes and heroines of this of this period who went out of their way to make me feel special, you know. And you have that opportunity. Every one of you have that opportunity. Um, so there's also some some other uh, elements, and and that is you know ask questions. You know uh, it's, we so we so overlook this, but that's the difference between leaders and managers. You know managers, you don't want to manage your customers. Who wants to be managed? Are you going to lead your customers? And the way to lead is through questions, powerful questions. What is it you need? You know, sometimes, you know, you th we think we know what the customer wants, but there's nothing like asking, what do you need? It's a simple question, but it, it's amazing what you will learn from that. Yeah, if you're not going out of your way to seek uh, where your people are at, whether it's internal or external, then you're, you're playing darts with a blindfolder yes. on. So this may be an opportunity to, to reach out <laughs> to your people and find out how they're doing. You know, what do they need? What do your customers need? What do they expect from what you provide? Uh, now's the time to do that. And you know, speaking of that internal and external, one of the things that we would really recommend that, that, that we find a organizations that really get positively outrageous service is, is you can't have two faces. It starts from within. So to go out of your way to, to empower your employees to do those three things, be random and unexpected, be out of proportion to the circumstances, um, have fun where fun is needed, especially now. If we're not having fun, it's way too stressful right now in thinking about what could happen. So we need to have fun. Those three principles are actually ignited through the management. And it's and and the more you you allow your people, you let them know what what's okay and what are within the boundaries. But more importantly, you acknowledge it and you foster it and you let them know that you appreciative uh, for them doing those things. Will uh, have their people have your people owning those interactions. We like I said, we can't have two faces. You're not right. going to say we need to have great customer service, but we don't set it up internally first. It doesn't work that way. Exactly. So go out of your way to empower the people that you work with to be 
be the face and the actions that you want is going to serve you well in creating loyalty with yeah. your customers. As a leader, you have the responsibility to ignite that fire of customer excellence and, and that positively outrageous service. But when you start serving your people, like Michael says, and empowering them in that way, here's the beauty of that. Because now your people are the ones who are in the front line dealing with the customers. And for every 1% improvement in how they feel, that actually equates to a 2% improvement in customer yep. satisfaction. That's the stats, folks. That's the stats. Folks. So so focus not just externally. Yes, we don't don't you know be intentional and so forth, but also focus on internal. And we'll talk a little bit more, more about that in our next episode. But that's one of the ways you can actually impact the external by focusing on the internal. Empower your team, set, uh, ignite that positive outrageous service uh, internally. Ask great questions from them too. You know, as we talked about, just we just talked about questions, but you know, what do you need? You know, you, all of a sudden, a lot of people are working in isolation. You know, wh what do they need uh, in order for them to be able to serve, serve their customers? And finally, you know what? Things will go wrong, okay? And especially in this, As in they, this often environment. Do. They, they always do anyway. But uh, when you, whenever he's uh, disparate and working isolated, there's things that will, will go wrong. Um, you know, customers will get will, will get upset about things because that that didn't it didn't hit at that time, or this was wrong, or that's wrong, because we're dependent. Or we're asking our people to be out of proportion to circumstances, and they get way out of proportion. Yeah. And they're very generous with our stuff. Yeah. So, so, uh, and, and people are, are much more stressed, whether it's our customers or internally, everyone's a lot more stressed. So grace and forgiveness Absolutely. is, is paramount. And you know what? It starts with you, you first, you know, when you extend grace, the, the, actually the person who has the power is the one who says sorry first. So you say sorry first, extend that grace and forgiveness to others and be the first to say sorry, be the first to forgive, be the first to extend grace. Yeah, nice recap, Andrew. You know, I uh, I have to tell you that uh, these I, I say that a lot. I have to tell you because sometimes I just <laughs> I have, I have to, to tell you. You like that? Ed? I have <laughs> to tell you. It's not like I want to. <laughs> I gotta. Yeah, I, I, but I really do. I, th I think we just have to emphasize the idea that. This is a time for heroes. You know, um, we will and know heroines. somebody's skill. And heroines, yes, I meant that generally. <laughs> you know, uh, we will know the people with skills under pressure. And right now, we're all feeling it. Absolutely, everybody's feeling it. And this is the time where we're going to make stories that make either the people working there saying, this is why I work here, or they're going to uh, have your people saying, this is why I shop here, because of the things that you do and the things that you say. And when you do them on purpose, our organizations have the possibility possibility to become positively outrageous. outrageous. Yeah, let's do that again. Because I think a, a stronger ending would be, look, if, if, if you like what you yeah. heard today. Yeah. Well, check us out a little bit more on uh, also on our on our blog, positivelyoutrageousservice.com forward slash blog. And we have podcasts, we have several other tips and things. And I know we went through a lot today. There's a blog post, we're going to put that out there today. A little recap it. for you. And we look forward to you becoming positively outrageous. outrageous.